0: Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo! What is up? Welcome to the Big Three Fan Podcast, where we talk all things Big Three, Big Three related. I'm JK, joined by my co-host Ace Hitman.
1: What's happening, everybody? I wanted to say give a big shout out to Jeff for holding it down by himself again last week. uh, Sounded excellent, man. My uh, producer, doing great stuff, and I appreciate the uh, the time off.
0: Ah, muchísimas gracias. Uh, No worries at all. Uh, sometimes we got to do a little uh, abbreviated version, but I think we got it all in. Good to have you back. So, um, first off, today's podcast is brought to you by Territory Taste More of Life. Great tasting, great for you food made for folks who eat, move, and live intentionally. We work with the best local chefs who craft each meal in their own restaurants and deliver them fresh and ready to eat at your convenience. Check us out at territoryfoods.com. So, what are we going to cover today? a few different topics. Uh, of course, as always, games from this weekend in Kentucky. Uh, this week, uh, playoff uh, picture. Uh, interesting to see the, the way things are, are, are panning out here. Playoff structure. Uh, AI uh, suspended. and we'll talk a little bit about that. And then the four-point contest, uh, which uh, rounded out uh, the, the week. So a uh, little fun note to end on. So uh, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. First off, topic number one, games from this weekend. So, um, very uh, interesting telling weekend, really brought the the playoff uh, picture into a little bit more focus, but uh, not not as much as it could have. Um, Not
1: crystal clear focus. Not at
0: all, not at all. (laughs) Uh, The possibilities, I guess, are a little clearer, but... um, First off, uh, three headed monsters came in and, and continued with their dominant season, not undefeated, but uh, they beat ball hogs 50 to 34. I should say they crushed the ball hogs 50 to 34. Uh, six and one that brings the three headed monsters to and brings ball hogs to one and six. You know, Rashard Lewis uh, continuing to uh, bring it every single game, one of the most consistent uh, players in the league all season, um, came in with 17 points, 11 rebounds, and, you know, really helped to, to dominate
1: that game. Um,
0: just eight gener-
1: offensive rebounds. Eight,
0: eight offensive. Eight, wow.
1: Offensive. Yeah. Great. Wow. Great. To, uh, board cleaning from, from him. Again, I, I liked Ralph's performance again, seven for 12 shooting, uh, for 14 points. Uh, no threes or fours this game for him, but, um, he, he did uh, have four assists to lead uh, all players so uh, another good performance uh, all, all around by three-headed monsters and, and really uh, strong uh, looking team
0: yeah big time big time so the next game was uh, threes company uh, against killer threes threes company ended up winning that game 51 to 48. Bringing threes company to three and four, and killer threes to two and five. Yet another close game with the killer threes. Only blowout of the season was really the game against uh, trilogy, who's just been so dominant all, all week. And we'll see a rematch next week in that um, in that matchup. But uh, God, I, I continue to say, it. I just feel like killer threes are right on the cusp there. They've had some inconsistency in uh, in who's you know playing on the team, but. Um, you know, Three's company brought it. They, they put themselves in a better spot uh, to make the playoffs. However, both of the teams are still alive, um, and uh, I don't know if there were any real standout uh, performances there. Chauncey Billups came in, uh, didn't shoot particularly well. I think uh, like two or three for 11, I think it was.
1: Not yeah, so great. two for 11. Two Steven for- Jackson had 25 points on 10 for 21. Um, I like your comment. I mean, really close. 48-49 for like a while there at the end right and then um i believe three's company won it on a free throw uh so killer three's really upset about that they both felt i think that they were playing for uh, elimination um and it turns out neither one of them were but but it felt like it had an elimination type of a feel to it both of these guys going down to uh you know two and two and uh five now so great Overall performance, good Good team effort by each team, and um, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens uh, next week.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I said no standout performance, but the truth is, is Steven Jackson, uh, I guess maybe I'm just getting used to it, because he's so consistent, and uh, one of the league's um, best scorers, uh, consistent around the horn, plays a lot of minutes too, I think you were looking at that yeah, stat.
1: Right. Yeah, right, exactly, he's leading the league in minutes, 240 minutes total. 34.4 minutes per game, you know, so he's putting in some NBA-quality game time in each one of these, you know, three-on-three games. And the the next, uh, you know, closest person, or next couple closest people, Katino Mobley, Richard Lewis, and, um, you know, maybe Deshaun Stevenson, they're all playing all seven games as well. They haven't missed any games, but they're, they're putting in, you know, mid to higher 20 points per game, which just goes to show you the... The level of grind that Steven Jackson has, right? I mean, he's he's willing himself into a longer game, not to not to lose, um, giving his team every opportunity.
0: Yeah, and they're still in it. Some weird stuff has to happen, but they are still uh, a possibility for the playoffs. And you know, we said it before, but I love those jerseys. <laughs> those are solid. Killer <laughs> Three is probably my, my favorite jerseys in the league right now. So yeah, I like it. Uh, of course, the other uh, the third game was trilogy. Against Power Trilogy ended up uh, edging them out, fifty to forty-five, bringing Trilogy to six and zero, and uh, Power to actually, sorry, seven and zero.
1: Is that right? Yeah, seven and well, zero. Correct. Power and to and 0.
0: four, and, four and three. Yeah,
1: well, exactly. This game I, I thought was the opposite of a, of a close nail biter. It, it had spurts. You know, I think Power went in at halftime, twenty-five fourteen. Uh, ended the half on like an eight to two run or ten to two run. Then right out of halftime, you know, Rick horn as his want-to-do refocuses his team, resets his strategy, and they come out of halftime and go on an 18-2 run and um, really, really kind of blew power out the whole second half. I mean, I, they were at, sitting at 48, I think, for oh, I think it was at one point 48 to 30 or 48 to 32, and you know, power lucky enough to come back in it again great performances i think by tino mobley sean stevenson is you know three-point field goal leader in the league and you know they were they got their team back in it Well, not in it but they got back up to 45 before trilogy was able to um i, I think it was a uh, it was a uh, rashad mccant's put back on an al harrington free throw to ice the game finally um so good it, it was entertaining and it was a a outstanding to, to watch basketball, but, but not the back and forth that, uh, the other games were.
0: Yeah. It's got to be disappointing for power as well, right? 11 point lead. I mean, I know with a lot of three pointers and a spread floor, the four pointer, that's not, I mean, just a few baskets, but still like these guys have been playing really hard, very consistent, um, though they are sitting at four and three now. Uh, again, I've said it. I like Katino Mobley. I think he's really uh, brought nice, consistent, uh, a nice consistent presence, brings it every single game. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out here with the playoffs. And I'm uh, quite certain that we'll see uh, power making some moves in there and doing some good things. So excited to see. Yeah, where, not, as, uh, where we go. not as
1: consistent beard color, though. I feel like as his beard <laughs> has gotten darker, they've been doing worse. So maybe you should just let that go again and uh, gray beard it up.
0: This is like always <laughs> our like secret sixth topic <laughs> is the color of Catino Mobley's beard. The uh, it's wisdom. It's the wisdom beard. I think is what it is. That's what yeah. I'm going.
1: This uh, was a chippier game too, right? Um, mm-hmm. Kenyon Martin had a lot to say after he had blocked a couple of shots. Uh, so I think that um, trilogy, for as good as they are, they're not, uh, you know, worried about getting a sign off of their back or playing nice at all.
0: Uh, yeah, this is true. Um, this is true. Uh, this whole league has been pretty chippy, I think, um, which is kind of cool. I like to see that. I think some some of them had said uh, that it, it just reminded folks of old school hoops and just old school basketball in general. So um, like to see that. Yeah. A little more entertaining to watch, I think. Uh, next game, last game was Tri State uh, over the Ghost Ballers, fifty-one to forty-three. That uh, brings Tri State to two and five, and the Ghost Ballers to uh, three and four which is now, I think it was two in a row now that the ghost ballers dropped, right? So they were in uh, pretty decent shape uh, sitting there at three and two and expecting to continue, uh, the, the, uh, you know, positive winning percentage there, but yeah, they dropped the last two and Tri-State's say it's a tough one too. Cause those guys are sitting at, they were sitting at one, uh, one and five and yeah, you just didn't expect that, but, uh, that's where it fell out. So uh, tough one there. And I think, I think, and Tri-State actually was it was not a particularly you know, close game. You can see it in the final score, and they they held the lead most
1: of the game. Ricky Davis and Ivan Johnson just couldn't get enough of it together uh, to to blast out Tristate Tri-State last night.
0: Yeah, they couldn't do it. But again, both of these teams uh, I think have a shot still uh, in in the playoffs and the uh, final regular season. Uh, set of games is out in LA and they uh, they tip off uh, on Sunday uh, out of LA followed then by the playoffs in Seattle for week one and the week two of the playoffs which is the championship August 26th out in Vegas same day as the uh, uh, McGregor Mayweather fight and it's gonna be exciting to see so so what's the what's the playoff picture Right now, there are a lot of moving pieces to it, right? So we have two teams that have secured their spot, and the other two that are, you know, officially moving into the playoff. Playoffs is open. That's it's wide open. So Trilogy and Thrill- three-headed monsters uh, heading out to LA, uh, secured their, their their playoff spots. I'm guessing they'll still, you know, come out there and, and compete. Of course, Trilogy will be uh, shooting for a undefeated record. And uh, I don't know if uh, the crew from Three-Headed Monsters is, is gonna relax at all. I think they'd like to, to keep that um, that position that they have. Uh, but they'll be number two or number three in the league. So I think no matter what, they won't have to play Trilogy in round one, which is uh, a benefit.
1: Right, not only did they play, secure playoff spots, I think they secured their positions at one and two. Right now, it's maybe not locked in yet. Whether it's trilogy or three-headed monsters at one and the other one at two, but that's the top two teams. Um, oh, okay. I think team number three through seven have. There's a lot of juxtapositioning, right? And then I think ball hogs cannot make the playoffs.
0: Got it. Right? Yeah, because I think the the way that the three-headed monsters had won, um, they. And actually, it wasn't even how they how they won. They're just at six and one. There's no way for them to fall out of two, uh, the second right. spot. That's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So they they are locked up in the one and two spots. So what are the other scenarios? And there are a few, right? So you got Trilogy and Three Headed Monsters locked up. The Ball Hogs again, the only team that cannot make the playoffs. Then you got Power, who can uh, secure the number three seed if they beat Tri-State, or if Three's Company loses. You got Ghost Ballers, uh, who are sitting at 3 and 4. They can get the number 4 seed if they beat the Three-Headed Monsters, or if Three's Company loses and Killer Threes loses. Then you got Three's Company at 3 and 4, who can secure the number 3 slot uh, if they beat the Ball Hogs and if the Ghost Ballers lose, and if uh, Power loses. They could also, though, make the playoffs still in the number four slot if they beat the Ball Hogs and just the Ghost Ballers lose. So it's really that loss by Power that pushes them up into number three. And then lastly, uh, Tri-State, at two and five, can secure the number four seed if they beat Power... And three's company and ghost ballers both lose. So there are all kinds of uh, scenarios here for uh, pretty much every team that doesn't have a secured spot, other than uh, the ball hogs who are out. And I think there are a few other scenarios where there's like all kinds of funky ties that can happen as well.
1: <clears throat> right. And I think you and I talked about it, and we weren't positive what the tiebreaker was. I, I had sort of thought or assumed that it was going to be by the point differential because. When they list the standings right now, at least they list them by the point differential, right? So, for example, the two th- there's two teams at three and four, Ghost Ballers and Three's Company, and they're listing Ghost Ballers higher on total point differential because they're at minus 18 and Three's Company's at minus 22. Um, but we don't know, and I don't want to assume that it is. But I did try to run a bunch of scenarios and figure out, okay, so if you if they win, if they win, but they only win by 20, or and, or they only win by like two and this team wins by you know 18 they can leapfrog and so i think that there's a lot of those out there but i will probably withhold uh uh, embarrassing myself and also assuming that they're actually going to do the tiebreaker by point differential right now that's just how the list looks um on the standings right but um that might not be the tiebreaker at all
0: yeah like with many of the rules it's uh has not been uh, a uh, a known factor has not been published uh, until it is published, so so yeah. we don't know. And one of the uh, the things around that also that is unknown, or that was unknown really was just the the general playoff structure. I don't think anyone had talked about how there's not only a winners bracket, which will be the number one seed versus the four seed and the number two seed versus the three seed, August twentieth in Seattle, but there's also basically a runners up bracket where I think they have the five versus six and seven versus eight uh, playing and the winners of those also playing in the runners-up uh, bracket uh, in um, in Vegas as well. So that's that's uh, an interesting uh, little uh, piece here that I don't think anybody had talked about. But it makes sense if you just want to see these players play. And, and I think guys uh, in this league still want to compete. So um, that that's kind of interesting to check out.
1: Yeah, and it's a good, uh, you know, I don't know if it's worth saying, well, we got fifth in the league uh, through the runners-up bracket. But, um, <laughs> you know, you've been running the schedule the entire time with four games every every week. So you may as well still have four games in the first week of the playoffs. It gives everyone, and I think it's Seattle's the first week, gives everyone there, you know, a nice opportunity to scope the league and, and see all of the players, even the ones that don't make the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good point. Uh, again, entertainment being uh, numero uno in a competitive structure, so that yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, either way, you know, playoffs are coming. Uh, we'll see. I guess the final. It, it's actually it's pretty exciting that you still have so many playoff spots. You know, two full uh, playoff spots in a league of eight teams. So twenty five percent, you know, of the of the um, of the league, and then fifty percent of the playoff spots. You know, available. That's still a lot. Uh, that that I don't know that anything like that has happened in, like the, the final week of, of the NBA of course again these there's only uh, eight games in a season so you're really talking about uh, the final um, like you know 12 and a half percent of the of the season that would be a lot of games I guess the equivalent would be like um, you know, know what, 10,
1: 10 or so games in the NBA so
0: uh, either way yeah. exciting to have this final game
1: actually means something and, you know, just on a similar note, Jeff, uh, to mention that we, we talked about this, too, before this show that uh, the the last week of the season. Right. The schedule follows the exact same schedule as the first week of the season. But when you think about like how far the league has come since the first week, I mean, they don't even go to the same point total anymore. Right. How many people have been injured? I mean, you, you know, uh, uh, white Chocolate used to play in this league. I don't know if you remember that, right? Yeah, Sorry. something um, about that. <laughs> gone now, and um, you know, there's been trades that have happened, and people have been just coming into their own. So, um, so yeah, I think that uh, you know, this this upcoming week's probably not going to be a, a decent predictor of you know what what happens, but just just the travel distance that they've gone in eight games, right? Is is telling and so in a way it's it's not a surprise that we've had a lot of teams that you know had started off really strong but then kind of fell off and some that were you know probably down in the weeds and needed some of their key players to show up to make a run for it um you know with the exception of maybe trilogy was seven and oh and and you know are, are going from the you know leading from the the gun to the tape but other than that it's a it's good to have that kind of competitiveness and, uh, you, you know, unanswered questions coming into, into the last week. I like it.
0: Keeps it entertaining for anyone following the, the league, you know, throughout the season. So like we are, yeah. Yeah. so one of the, one of the stories we talked about for the last couple of weeks was just uh, actually for really the entire season was the saga of, uh, of Allen Iverson and this week in response to him uh, not showing up. He, the league suspended him, right? So this was this was his absence, you know, entirely from uh, from you know the, the, the games in week um, six. So they, you know, they, they suspended him for a game that was in Kentucky, and now he gets to uh, show up if he likes in L.A. <laughs> instead, and then Seattle, and then you know potentially Vegas. So uh, I'm not sure how much of a punishment that is. And, and it's semi-symbolic, I guess, to suspend him. But um, uh, I think that the league, though, has genuinely expressed their disappointment, right, as, as we did as well with this whole situation. And I, I would, again, like to hear about what specifically happened and have him take some responsibility for that. I think if he's going to be in this position, I think as a public figure and as someone who the league put a good amount of um, – of, you know, emphasis behind for the fans. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to hear a little bit more about it personally. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, Yeah, I do think that's true. And I wonder, you know, was what, what the exact punishment was Did the league come down and say, you can't play in Kentucky, or did they say he's suspended for one game and you can, and you can pick. And so, um, I'm wondering if, uh, I, I wonder who decides it right for, for starters. And then, um, also, like, you, you did a great job, by the way, last week covering AI and, and getting through um, get, getting through, you know, his his issues and you know very very delicately. Because what if what if his issues are, are bigger than um, you know playing just playing basketball? when I mean, yeah. This guy has a problem, right? Um, but um, I don't know if if uh, he also received a fine or if part of his shares were reduced. Um, but yeah, I'd like to i like to hear more about what they're doing, what's going on, and then what's the rest of the saga. I mean, is he is he back next year? Um, and like you said, is he is he cleared to play um, in LA in the playoffs if they make the playoffs? Um, you know, it seems like they've been making a run without him. And the game he missed, they won. And the game he got suspended for, they won. Now. Um, you know they're going to have a tough time. I believe uh, this. Actually, no, they won't have a tough time this week. They're playing ball hogs, so the, they shouldn't. They they probably won't need him again this week, right? And so if he shows up, what's he going to do? Play like for two points again, four minutes, and and take himself out. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting dynamic that that's that's going on there that I don't fully understand either.
0: Well, I think one one thing is that AI is a pretty special guy in terms of the name and his um, his record, like what he brings to the league. There there are going to be others, right? The, that crew is going to recruit more players. There are a, a lot of very talented, very popular players that could come and, and play in the league. And I, I think that the chances of him being involved in the league next season, unless there's some major shift, seem exceedingly low to me. Um, mm-hmm. I I put a pretty low probability at this point. Yep, but it's not all it's not all drama. In fact, most of the the season has not been built around you know, drama. It's been a lot of fun, tons of cool things that the league is doing. There's four games. There's a lot of entertainment in between games. And one of the cool things that we've been talking about that uh, was. You know, part of like Brian Scalabrini's recommendation to have like hometown players play in the games to have, um, it just some, something that's very distinctive to the location where uh, the league is playing in a particular week is they had this four point contest, right, in Kentucky. So, former, you know, Wildcat Rajon Rondo, um, had uh, a little four point contest with Rex Chapman and, uh, one of our, you know announcers out there michael Rappaport. so that was kind of cool and it was more like a shoot around right or you know it's just balls are flying at the same time and you got ball boys trying to get the ball back to you i don't know it went for like a minute or two i don't think they nailed that many it was like roger rondo hit like three and rex chapman and Rappaport hit it two each or something like that it was it was pretty low <laughs> total but either way it was fun and it was emblematic of this um entertainment first and approach also just thinking like locally you know like this is these are local players or there's a you know roger rondo kind of a local guy uh when it comes to the the wildcats and, and you can see a lot of ideas developing around concepts like that i mean from you could i don't know there are a bunch of different things you can do to have locals out there and they don't all have to be the you know, former nba players that are playing around as you saw actor michael rapaport Although a big basketball fan and player, Rex Chapman. It could be someone currently in college that, that participates in something like a skills challenge. Uh, think of all the all-star events or whatever. There's a bunch of things I think people could do.
1: Yeah, I like that notion, too, that it's an entertainment first league and that's what they're doing is, you know, making it entertaining. I mean, for as serious and, and heated and competitive as these games get, you know, they're they are um th- it's basketball. I mean, it's supposed to be fun, right? So you, 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 you kind of find these, um, these things like the four point contest, which, which is meant to be entertaining. And, you know, the, like, uh, like you said, like you could do, um, the half court shot challenge or, or, or a dunk contest or something like that in, in a town, you, you know, make it, give your, give the people what they want, right. Give them entertainment, let them, you know, uh, especially in between games and halftime. I mean, Los Angeles will be my first opportunity to go uh, to an actual one and see it live and see like the the product firsthand. I'm anxious to go and see what, what they do. And I mean, it's, it's entertainment product first. I just, I love that about this league.
0: Yeah, we're heading, so we're heading into the final week of the regular season out in LA. Um, And, uh, you know, we got, uh, I think an interesting uh, set of, of, games that will be coming up here lots of competitive teams yes i know that trilogy is undefeated however there are plenty of teams that can challenge them and it's not a set uh, this is a basically a tournament structure right this is this is not a series structure so uh, anybody can win any given game and i'm telling you if killer threes can by the grace of god and and all these different scenarios that have to happen make the playoffs i would not be surprised if those jokers won. Two games and took the championship. So we'll we'll see. If I had to to place a bet on a game, I might put one on that because I bet the odds are going to be in my favor. Um, (laughs) uh, Some long odds, but ones that I would I would certainly take. So uh, anyway, uh, nice good prediction, but yeah, you know we'll see. Might might predict an upset here, but I I think that's what we got today. Um, Anything else on your side there, Hitman?
1: No, man. I think um, I'm looking forward to like I said uh, next week and i think all the games are going to be good just like they have i don't think that uh, any of these teams are in the uh well we made the playoffs especially not trilogy is not in the well we made the playoffs so we don't have to put forth an effort or we can save ourselves or bench our good guys that that doesn't strike me as their mo after last week so uh yeah so i'm looking forward to week eight
0: yeah man so uh so we're heading into week eight and of course uh, we'll be here uh Uh, doing our thing to to give you all the latest and greatest from week eight next week heading into the playoffs but you know thanks as always to ice cube and the league for uh, bringing this uh, great high quality competition and entertainment uh, to us you can find the big three fan podcast on itunes stitcher and TuneIn, as well as follow us at the big three fan podcast on facebook and at big three fan podcast on twitter Shoot ideas our way at big 3 Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, go do good things. We'll see you next week. Peace.